Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Beautiful evening at Max Fun World Headquarters. The sun dipping below the horizon, causing its classic burst of color. <laughs> Love that classic sun energy. <laughs> Spoken like a true plant, mm-hmm. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I'm sad when it goes away, because then I don't get no more food. <laughs> you meant a plant that grows out of the ground, right? And not photosynth. Like a... What? Yeah. <laughs> when Bay says <laughs> your chlorophyll creates nutrients, <laughs> that works without a photo, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that works. You don't need the image macro. Mm-hmm. You're a human image macro. Is this, this is my new character, uh, Black Twitter Plant. <laughs> it's a plant with all of the <laughs> hilarious memes from Black Twitter. <laughs> it's just a plant that gets super excited when Bebe's Kids comes on BET. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, welcome to Jordan Jesse Go, a show about, let's be honest, not that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I went to a, uh, uh, an elementary school tour today. Mm-hmm. I feel blessed, Jordan. I'll tell you why. Sure. Um, in the Los Angeles Unified School District, there's about four passable elementary schools. Mm-hmm. And I happen to live in the, the like, zone Sure. For one of them. Location, location, location? You got it. Okay. Uh, Location, location, elementary school. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, It's in Mount Washington. Sure. It's named after uh, Civil War General uh, (laughs) Thaddeus Location. They name a lot of of schools in Southern California after Civil War generals. It's named named after the the legendary fraternal triplets. Mm. Thaddeus Location. Sure. Phineas Location. Mm -hmm. And, and Doug location. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, so two important things. So when you say that there are unacceptable elementary schools, are they be, are these in bad neighborhoods? Have these fallen into disrepair? Are they what's the what what makes it what keep makes going, elementary keep school going. Uh, yes, more yes, things? Yes, yes. I I don't know. I mean, I like uh, I have a very unusual educational history myself. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like uh, I. Uh, uh, I went to private school in elementary mm-hmm. school and middle school. I mean, I was like definitely the scholarship kid, mm-hmm. uh, but I was in private school and my elementary school was not a particularly fancy mm-hmm. private school. It was sort of a low end private school, but nice enough. And uh, that that took place in a Safeway, mm-hmm. uh, like a decommissioned Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I went to this middle school that was like absurdly fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to public high school, but it was a, an arts high school. So, like, it was a disaster area in, I was going to say many ways, but innumerable ways. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, fun. Yeah. You know, like, and every, and there, was a, every, there was a lot of really talented people and stuff. So it was cool. Sure. Um, you know, the LAUSD is just a disaster. It's like this, it's the, one of the largest school districts in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it's pretty underfunded. Okay. Uh, almost all public schools in California are, mm-hmm. but especially urban ones. Uh, and, uh, yeah, like most of the schools are pretty fucked. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't, but the, the flip side of that is here in Los Angeles, private school costs $40,000 a year, hmm. which is amazing. Sure. You could just send your kid to college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And they would feed them in college. Yeah, right. Um, but So that's off the table. Okay. And uh, I don't know. My wife partly went to Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Uh, her, some of her family's Catholic. But uh, I'm not Catholic. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want to send my kid to Catholic school. Sure. Would the Catholic school be inexpensive? It's relatively inex- – it's inexpensive re- – it's expensive but inexpensive relative to – like a Waldorf school. Or sure, something. sure. Okay. You know, like those literally cost $40,000 right. a kid a year. And then uh, Catholic school. By the way, we'll have a guest in the next segment of the program. <laughs> sure. Um, but uh, Catholic school. A series, a, a representative from the Catholic Archdiocese, the Waldorf school, and a uh, public school janitor. So Here to rebut all of these things that you're saying. Like we got invited. I'll give you an example. Equal time. We uh, we got a, a thing in the mail that said, come to the open house of the South Pasadena or Pasadena something. You know, the, one of these places that's near my house. Sure. Uh, friend school. Mm-hmm. It was a Quaker school. Mm. And while I would, would be a li- maybe a little uncomfortable sending my kids to Catholic school, uh, like a... Uh, friend school sounds pretty neat. I know people that have gone to friend schools and it's meant a lot to them. And Teresa and I had this conversation. Should we go to this open house? You mm-hmm. know, it might be really cool. You might get some oats out of the deal. Exactly. And uh, Because wh- of the Quakers. What we, f- what we figured out was... If you didn't understand that remark, get at me on Twitter and I will send you a diagram. Great. Uh, image macro? <laughs> oh, this will be a PDF. Okay, got it. Uh, so the uh, the the final decision on that friend school was we should definitely not go there because then we'll just think that we should send our kids there. Okay, like we don't want to know about what our children are missing. Out okay, on. what are the so what is the so how strong would the religious component of Quaker friend school be? Not that not that strong. Sure. Yeah, I mean like moral component, but not that strong. Okay, I don't think they have to go to like catechism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you do in Catholic school usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so anyway, this would just be. Now, I might be conflating a lots of sects of Christianity. Yeah, but this would be the shakers. Know, they make the baskets. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> they would be making practical furniture and not having sex, right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And going into fits. Yeah, ecstatic fits. Yeah. So there's like a you know like instead of PE. Yeah. You just you change into like a shorts and a t-shirt. It's got your name written on it in Sharpie, and you just have fits for 45 minutes. Right, and they would poison people on the Tokyo subway. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That one is Om Shinrikyo. Oh, okay. Sorry. The death cult, Om Shinrikyo. So do you, so when the, let me ask you this. At what age do the kids start handling the snakes? Uh, is no, that right away? So they raise their own snakes. That's one of the really oh, nice things about, you That's know, great. So it's like a local, sustainable thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, no GMOs. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> They're GMO-free snakes Although that they, the kids are handling. They are working, they are working on emming the snakes. Mm. Uh, they're trying to make super snakes, basically. <laughs> Boy, that does not sound like a good idea. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't know anything about you know genetics or herpetology, but right. when you say super snake, yeah. I have this gut reaction to it. Which is sort of like – it's sort of like a Van Halen guitar solo, right? Sure, like, yeah. Yeah, it just kind of – it hits you where you live. They would be immune to in snake-decides. Oh, boy, that would be – That's chemicals designed to kill snakes. Yeah, yeah, I know what in snake-decides are. <laughs> okay. I know what an in snake-decide is. <laughs> okay. But again, I know, I know, like I had to explain my, um, you know, labyrinthine Quaker Oats joke. I get it that you are – you know, right. you have to 
you have to, you know, uh, perform to the balcony sometimes. Right. So at the difference is, mm-hmm. in, to answer your question, so at this school that I toured, my local elementary mm-hmm. school, the class size is still 24 kindergartners, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, you know, all of my schools, I was one of 30 to 40 kids. Really? Even in like elementary school? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely like that when I was in high school, mm-hmm. uh, but I kind of—I was like, yeah, well, I mean, it's sort of different when it's fifteen-year-olds. Sure, sure. Like, a, tri- a kindergartner could be dying and not know to tell you, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, they're always putting stuff in their mouths. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it's like it's pretty. It, it seemed it's and they have homework. Mm-hmm. The fucking ki- homework starts at kindergarten now. Hmm. Like that is just taken as a given. My kid has homework in preschool. What's that homework? It's bullshit. I mean, it's nothing. Yeah. It's Some... nothing. But but like 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 a baby could do it. I have so much homework resentment. Mm-hmm. Well, like a, maybe like a preschooler. Yeah. I have so much homework mm-hmm. resentment that just like hearing the word homework <laughs> or looking at homework, homework just resentment makes me like start to shake. Hmm. Like that's how deep my homework related traumas go. You know, in second grade, we had yeah. a class bunny. Uh huh. His name was Homework. Really? So then, so that really, when it was your weekend a month to take the bunny home, yeah. This is the first time the kid's excited to bring home homework. Right. I got it. If you want an explanation for that joke, get at me on Twitter and I'll send you a PDF. Okay. So, um... Jesse, it was the one time a year when the kid's excited to bring home homework. Yeah. But why would the kid be excited? I guess I don't understand because why would the kid be excited to bring home homework? I mean, nobody likes doing homework. Jesse. Yeah. Homework was the name of the bunny. So this was the one time a year that the kid was excited to bring home homework. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I didn't like math. I didn't like writing. To the, I guess in this, there's two kinds of homework. So we had actual homework, which is worksheets. Right. So you got you have worksheets, mm-hmm. and so you, uh, you got two. Spelling. You got two main kinds. You got mm-hmm. the kind where it, you know the answers in the back of the book. You know, it's like it's like math problems, that kind of thing. And then you have like more interpretive stuff, right? Like writing essays, compare and contrast, that sort of thing. And then there's also a buddy. That uh, what do you bit, have to, what do you that have bit to... me mid midway through the year, and then I was scared to bring him home. <laughs> yeah, so you hated homework, I just guess like it, everyone yeah, else. Boy. Hmm. You know, fuck it. You know, if you're listening out there, homework the bunny. Fuck you for biting me midway through the year. We got into way more conversation than I expected. I really was just going to share two anecdotes. Please, from this. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I mean, we can talk about schooling some more when our guest Ron Funches gets here. I would love that. But I have two two things that I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, so wait, so you so no no friend school, no friend school. didn't even go to it. We didn't go to it because we didn't we knew that we didn't have forty thousand dollars. Oh, the friend school is also forty thousand dollars. Oh yeah, okay. All private schools are forty thousand hmm. dollars. Although, like a Catholic school is more like twenty or something. Okay, because you know? uh, the Pope pays for part of it. Oh, that's nice of him. He's a liberation theologian, Jordan. Boy, what a cool Pope. Yeah. So. Um, the two main things that mm-hmm. happened, we saw some uh, history projects on mm-hmm. the wall. They yep. were about the Great Depression. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not going to say that a third of them were about hobos because it's probably more like 40%. Sure. Um, and one of them said, one of them had a section. You know, they were the, those kind of poster board deals. Yeah, yeah. One of them had a section that said foods they ate. Mm-hmm. And then it listed some hobo foods like ketchup sandwiches and crab apples. <laughs> yeah. And- then at the end of it, just it was just a paragraph that was mostly a list with commas, you mm-hmm. know. 
And at the end, it just said, "These are real food. They these are real foods they ate. I am not making any of this up. <laughs> I am not fucking with you. <laughs> yeah. I know it seems like I'm full of shit. Uh, are you worried mm-hmm. that this school has an mm-hmm. agenda, and that agenda is leading children, Pied Piper like, into the hobo lifestyle? Because mm-hmm. I can see how that would seem really glamorous to a kid. I mean, ketchup sandwich. Yeah." That's pretty much all they I mean, want to eat. Right now, I, I wouldn't have a ketchup the, sandwich because I'm a foodie. As long but, as you cut the crusts off. Yeah, sure. My kids are in. Yeah. Anyway, are you worried about that? That your kids will, you know, take to the rails, start um, manufacturing shivs? Here's the thing. Please. I don't mind if they become hobos as mm-hmm. long as they don't become bums. Mm, they gotta sure. work. They got to work for a living. Yeah. They well, can I mean, drink I... as much strawberry wine <laughs> as they want to. Sure. But I think that is kind of implicit in hobodom. Right. Is that you are, you know, you're... Hobos work and bums don't. Sure. So, as long as they're a hobo, they can ride the rails to their heart's content. Okay. As long as they're painting a fence. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, 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 seeding the chickens. My best friend... Or fucking the farmer's wife. My best friend, uh, my best friend rode the rails for a while. Oh, yeah? When we were like... 18-ish. Okay. 17, 18, 19. So, he would get go down to the train yard... Uh huh. Jump on a train and then go somewhere. Yeah, just but then go he to would like come back? Fresno. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it was weird. That is weird. He had a lot of shit to work out. Sure. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that things are going great, and you just decide to start rail riding, even if it is a you know a modest trip. Like, you know, San Francisco to Fresno probably is not. Yeah. You know, that's a couple of days, right? Yeah, probably a day. Yeah. Yeah. It's just sort of a fun day trip. Yeah, some like mod- I mean, that's like I mean, it's like going to Santa Barbara for the weekend. The thing about riding the rails is, so many people get cut in half by a train. Yeah, and I bet like, it's one of those that things is like where, a major right. concern, and it's probably issue. one of the things where they don't find your body for a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, that's where my kids headed. So that was thing number one. So yeah, it was a nice. I'll be honest, it was a nice. It was a nice school. Okay, we got a little organic garden. Oh, that's lovely. A very active PTA. Sure. Nonprofit friends of Mount Washington. Hey, there you go. So, the other thing is probably the most important thing, which mm-hmm. is there was a board that had like a Who I Am uh, project mm-hmm. in one of the classrooms uh, for each kid. You know, like, oh, my mom's name, my mom is this, I have a dog, whatever. Sure. And uh, one of the kids' name, you know, most of these kids have pretty, pretty normal. Sure. I'm not, you know, I don't want to be stereotypical about your hipster parents in Northeast Los Angeles. Sure, sure. You know, a lot of them were just named Clara or whatever. Yeah, I bet, sure. I bet that, 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 you know, that stereotype is overstated. Probably it would, you know, give an outsider the impression that every, you know, kid under six is named Trigger or something. Yeah. However. Uh, Yeah, this one kid was called Pirate. Oof. Wow. You think that was his actual name or like some sort of you get to pick your own name thing? Like he had a milk name, which was Charles. And then yeah, he, yeah. He, by when he turned five, he got to like, pick right, his own can, name. Yeah. Because that seems He originally so... wanted to be called Playmobil. <laughs> right. <laughs> Num Nums. Pirate, huh? Pirate. Do you kid, think- Real life kid named Pirate. Do you suspect that is his given name or do you think it is some other kind of, you know, self- Self-created name. It's almost six of one, half dozen of the other, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, sure. I mean, 
who's the bigger who, who's the bigger yehu? Mm-hmm. The people who give their child the actual name pirate, or the people who give their child such an absolute right to self naming? <laughs> sure, that, that they, they allow the pirate. I mean, it's like. I don't know. It's like a dog's going to name itself Kibble. You know, it's just whatever they care about the most while they're they don't have sure. much mental capacity. No, I will say my dog named herself Kibble. By I the way. will say that I was a pretty grounded <laughs> kid. My other dog named himself Go on a Murder Spree. Jesse, <laughs> don't listen to him. You were pretty grounded. I was a pretty grounded kid. That's true. And I believe you know, that I had pretty, you know, I had good boundaries. I think. Yep. There was a while in f- third grade mm-hmm. where I would sign all my homework The Punisher. <laughs> the Punisher. I, How did you even know about The Punisher in third grade? I guess I was 10. I guess you have comics when you're 10, right? You're eight in third grade. How old are you in th- fourth grade? I guess it's 10. Nine and 10. This might have been fourth grade. Somewhere between third and fifth grade, I did sign papers The Punisher. Ten even seems young, sure, to know about right the most murderous of superheroes, mid '90s Punisher. Yeah, the most murderous of superheroes at the peak of of, him murdering of superheroes demonstrating that they were for grownups by just being (laughs) about brutal. So I guess yeah. Well, maybe I was about to kind of defend the parents in that situation Mm -hmm. of like, okay, well, you know, kids just do weird stuff. You don't necessarily know what's going on. But maybe my parents' mistake was introducing me to The Punisher at such a young age. Did your parents introduce you to The Punisher? You know what I Did think? Did they think they were renting VeggieTales? <laughs> they just rented me the Dolph Lundgren Punisher. <laughs> you know what I think it was? Yeah. If I'm remembering my childhood comic book collection. They meant to get you The Predator. <laughs> right, exactly. One of the more wholesome. Yeah. The more wholesome of the uh, of the uh, sport killers. Yeah. Um, I guess Punisher kills for revenge. Predator kills for sport. Don't right. don't get at me on Twitter. Just get at me if you want a PDF of that Quaker Oats joke. Um, I think get what at, happened. Get is, at me if you want to talk about Jim Cotta. <laughs> uh, Gymnastics kills karate kills. I think Spider Man met the Punisher a lot. Uh-huh. So I think when I when I would get a Spider Man comic, it would it would include an appearance by the Punisher that maybe you wouldn't necessarily know. That from looking at the cover. Me. No, that makes sense to me. And I think because he was in a Spider-Man comic, he probably was not as murderous as he was in a, you know, Punisher comic, you know, by Frank Miller or whoever. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I bought any superhero comics past about 11, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely remember the Punisher pretty vividly. So sure. I must have been in the same boat. Yeah. I'm not just blaming your parents here. No, no, th- I mean, you know, and obviously Thad and Gail are, you know, they're 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 human. Yeah. They have foibles. Yeah. I think I turned out okay. You turned out great, Jordan. And they are both... Uh, they Jordan, are... I really think you turned out well. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. But I'm just saying that some... I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily put this on, you know, hipster parents. But maybe. You know our friend Jim Rayal, the master of Would You Rather? Mm-hmm. Occasional guest on this program. Sure. It's probably been three years since he's been on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry to people who haven't been listening for the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jim... Spent the first three months of kindergarten talking like a robot. We had a kid who I think of often. Yes. In uh, in elementary school. Named Frank Bot. <laughs> Named Frank Bot. No, okay, this is junior high. This is junior high. Uh-huh. Because I remember talking to him after uh, I was made to 
do that thing where you take a deep breath and then someone grabs you and you pass out. Do you remember that? No. This was a this was a thing. Uh, you know, pass out game. When you went to where'd you go to high school, Guantanamo? <laughs> yes, Guantanamo School for Gifted Youth. <laughs> um, is that Jello Biafra's band? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, there was this thing where you, where this is a thing that a bully would do to you, like who's fucking with you. Yeah, he's like, hey, I know this great thing. I remember this huge guy doing this to me. It's like and this guy would not been a guy who talked to me, but I was impressed because he was talking to me. Right. It's like, oh, great. This guy, this huge, this overdeveloped boy is talking to me. Mm-hmm. He's like, Vis- hey, I- Vicente. Sure. That's who it was at my school. <laughs> um, it was huge. Vicente was so big. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you do this thing, you take a deep breath, I will grab you from behind and you'll pass out. It's hilarious. So I just did it. And I remember waking up because I got beamed in the head with a, a dodgeball. Like that's what oh. w- that's what brought me out. Oh, that's what brought me out of the pass out. It was just getting just getting drilled in the head with a dodgeball. Wow. Anyway, so I'm remembering this 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 locker room where this is all taking place. Uh-huh. And there was a kid who for the entirety of junior high talked like Beavis and Butthead. And did a fucking great impression, if I'm remembering it correctly. Mm-hmm. And just always would talk, like, talk like, like, when he was called on, he would talk like Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. And just, just kept up that facade. And I remember it as being total. Was that kid's name Mike Judge? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like, you'll see, this will be really popular someday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People don't do Beavis and Butthead impressions anymore. I know. It's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I wonder what this kid's glitch was. Like I think about him a lot. He I wonder where he is now. When he stopped, why he was doing it. I had a friend named Brendan Getzel who always liked to uh, talk about Jeff Galuli. Who's <laughs> Jeff Galuli? Uh, that was the guy who was involved in the. T- maybe he was the Tanya Harding's boyfriend. <laughs> so, so this kid was. He, how old was the kid when he wanted to talk Letterman about Jeff go, Galuli? Letterman would go Galuli. Yeah. No. That's you know what, why. Letterman? I do. I do feel like I know some some news stories and some like public figures because Letterman would just like make fun of them and yeah. I and like James Trafficant <laughs> I remember because just like Letterman would always make fun of him like oh that's that's a funny man from the news yeah James Trafficant <sighs> anyway hey Beavis and Butthead kid if you're out there if I bought Montana would David Letterman be friends with me if you bought Montana yeah how much could it possibly cost. Less than a year of private school. Why probably. do you? Why do you think that's a? It's an end to being friends with David Letterman. Isn't that where he lives? He lives in Indiana. No, he's from Indiana. He hmm. doesn't live there. He lives in Montana. Does he? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you bought Montana, it's at least a good conversation starter. Right. Hi, Dave. I own all of this. Look around you. <laughs> this is all mine. Everything you see. Can you buy a state? What's the legality of that? Yeah, Jefferson bought uh, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Well, so this will be known as the Montana Purchase. Yeah. When kids are studying about it. Yeah. Like in 2000, I don't know how long it'll take you to the money. Let's raise when, the money. Let's say 2020. When, let's play, do this conservative. You'll raise yeah. the money from it. So let's so say in 2020, yeah. a self-made man, yeah. Jesse Thorne. Yeah, known the world over as one of the world's most moderately successful podcasters. He raised the money to buy Montana. Right. From the Native Americans. Right. To impress David Letterman. No, from the French. Oh, okay. Yeah, the French 
Is there a guy named French Montana? Who's that? That's someone, right? <laughs> that is. That is. I got if I, 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 I want to Who is that? French Montana. He's Brian, a would you look up who French Montana is? French Montana. You know what? I probably I don't think French Montana probably I don't. I don't think that. Rapper, <laughs> Can we have more information, please? I don't think that he owns Montana. I think if anyone owns Montana, it's Mac Miller. Hmm. I think Mac, Mac Miller probably owns Montana. You think he would put it in his name? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it says he's an American rapper, entrepreneur, yeah. former videographer, and hip hop socialite. Yeah, French French Montana, <laughs> hip hop socialite. Hip-hop socialite. <laughs> exactly, French Montana, hip hop socialite. Are you sure you want to buy Montana and not just be a hip hop socialite? That sounds like a nicer life to me, and probably Which a good in. Probably a good in to being friends with David Letterman. Well, who do you think David Letterman's hanging out with? <laughs> the, Lil, Lil Weezy. Well, I think probably hip hop socialites like you know the guy who carried Diddy's umbrella. You know what? You know what? Uh, you're talking about Fonsworth Bentley. That's the one. Uh, what you know what they would call uh, if 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 uh, Lil Wayne uh, bought Montana hmm. the Lil Louisiana purchase. <laughs> that is pretty good. Thank you. That is pretty good. Okay, this has all been very stupid. We'll be back with Ron Funches in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Carrie, close your eyes. Okay. In the future, when I utter the word canceled, everything which I have said to you while you are in a therapy session will have no force with you. Let's go to the earliest moment of pain or discomfort. Uh, no, everyone else, I don't think I want to do Scientology auditing. I understand. The only way is through. I don't really like Scientology, Ross. That's too bad, because we have a show called Oh No, Ross and Carrie. If people are going to learn all about Scientology, I'm afraid you're going to have to go through the auditing process. Is it going to be just like this? Yep, for like five hours at a time. Why did we start making a show? We're masochists. Oh, okay. Cancelled. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Joining us, direct from show business, television star, stand-up comedian, bearded charmer, <laughs> Ron Funches. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm glad people started leading with other things besides bearded charmer. That used to be all I had. I know you don't want to be pigeonholed. <laughs> just a bearded charmer. No, a lot of things, but I love that. Thank you from one to another. <laughs> you know, Jordan, we protect our own. Yeah. Do not fuck with us. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Are you going to kill me to prove something? Yeah. About how charming yeah, we are. About you the could do about it, baby face. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I had not shaved this morning and had a more robust stubble, uh-huh. would you guys be murdering me? You have a moderately robust stubble. Are you a fast grower? I am. Yeah, because, I mean, you got a little something going. Also a shower. <laughs> but a sl- fast grower, slow shower. <laughs> okay. And also, I eat pussy. <laughs> Ladies. Wait a minute. When you say fast grower, s- slow shower, is it some kind of optical illusion? <laughs> like one of those magic well, I mean, eye posters? It gets hard fast, but there's not much to see. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard immediately. Yeah. And will get slightly longer over time. <laughs> Got it. And also, now you pussy. <laughs> hey, Jordan, That's what? gross. Quick question. Yeah. How do you feel about pussy eating? Do you do that? Yeah. Okay, great. 
that's covered. <laughs> How are you, Ron Funches? I'm doing good. I'm doing okay. I'm a little frazzled. I guess sorry I was late. Uh, my ex-wife was visiting, and I didn't want to leave her alone in my house. <laughs> so I had to wait until my nanny arrived. What do you think she might have got up to? I mean, that's the real question. I don't know. You just Your mind starts to wander. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It all turns into a bunch of Bugs Bunny-type situations that could happen when I return. <laughs> Were you expecting some packages from the Acme Manufacturing <laughs> Company? Is that what you're saying? It's quite possible. Maybe you would try and enter a door. In your home, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, you like, like it so far, and you're like, I can. This like is a, normal. This is normal. This is, of course. And you're like, you know, I need to. I have a go-go showbiz lifestyle. I'm going to run through this door. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, you hit the wall, sense. only to find that it's been painted on. Yeah. Oh, ex-wives, man, it's happened before. Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> women. Yeah. You know, there is nothing like a jilted woman when it comes to just incredible trompe lol. Mm-hmm. Craftsmanship. <laughs> it's nice of you. I, I guess I'm flattered that you hired a sitter to come to this. Yeah, I mean, of course, I have to do that when I have to do a lot of things. Normally, you know, he's just here with me, so uh, that's mostly how I have to do everything. Does he? Does he behave for the sitter? Is he? Uh... Yeah, he likes her a lot. They're good buddies. He <laughs> likes her, and it, it makes things easier. Um, or I couldn't go out and do anything, really. <laughs> sure. So, but it also just makes me more selective about what I do do. So you guys should feel lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I like you guys. I like I like you guys so much. I'm happy to be here. There's that bearded we're, charm. We're sitter, we're sitter worthy, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see how you feel at the end of the program. <laughs> this wasn't worth twenty bucks in a popsicle. Uh, yeah, you know my, you know what I'm giving out. <laughs> Flavor rights. <laughs> and like, you can't have the blues. <laughs> you can take any orange or red flavor right. Yeah, no blues. That's They'll a lot of times. Here. That's a lot of times how they like raise money for for a museum or whatever. Mm. They can't actually sell the real estate because they they got to keep the art in there. But they can sell the flavor rights. <laughs> you know, the Chinese are buying a lot of flavor rights. Sure, <laughs> they got money. They're trying to offshore, and then the movie rights as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Flavor rights and movie rights. Those are fun. That's, that's just... <laughs> There's a song there. Yeah, there's a song yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I can't do all the work for you guys. But nah. I feel like I started it. We can add well, this. We're we can add Eric the rest Clapton of... on next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lay down a sick lick. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Clapton. Yeah. Bring Clapton in here. Hmm. Uh, here's a here's a here's a fun topic that maybe you guys will have an opinion on. Okay. Jordan, I would love to hear about this. Uh, this is perfect. We're actually doing a podcast right now. Oh well, this is great. So, okay. and uh, this is you know what's great about this. What's it's that? a topic that I'll bring up with my voice. Really? Ooh. And you guys can respond with your voices. Because normally we do it with charades, <laughs> which is what I call charades. Sure. Can I, can, I, can I do it with a stern look? <laughs> I, I, would, I would, yeah, please make me feel very judged while I'm talking. <laughs> Ron's known as the man of a thousand faces. <laughs> <laughs> One voice. A Thousand Faces. Yep. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's a good biography. <laughs> he's got he's got a thousand faces. Just the one voice. Yeah, and each page is just a picture of my face. <laughs> <laughs> There's no words in the biography. This giant. This is a thick book. The last page is just me dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I was uh, something that I like to do when we have a little late start day at work. Yeah. Okay, is to have uh, have a little breakfast with Blaine. Mm. You guys oh, know Blaine from the work. Great, the great Blaine Capac. Yeah, Hello, Blaine from work. Sure. Uh, what kind of breakfast are we talking about? Uh, we got a square one dining. Well, that's a great place to go. It's a. I it, saw a common there it's once. A, it's a brunch place. That's a real scene on the weekends. Uh-huh. But if you can go on a nice weekday. Chill and uh, you might see common there having a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> I saw the guy from the circle jerks there, <laughs> yeah. So, we're basically both we basically both know exactly where to go for yeah. star spotting in sure. Hollywood. Uh, and it is right across the street from one of the Scientology strongholds, a gargantuan blue one, yeah, specifically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the color of the sky. I'm surprised like planes don't crash into it. <laughs> it is a terrifying edifice. Uh, and so we will, we will like in, in, we get there around the time that they start their day. Oh, really? So there's a lot of hubbub around the stronghold around the time that we start eating. When you say that, you mean that they're sort of milling around across the street going, rutabaga, rutabaga, rutabaga. <laughs> right, yeah, they're all extras yeah. in a movie that L. Rod Hubbard is constantly shooting from space. Yeah. Um, funny side note, I saw a, a Scientologist man yeah. riding his bike, yeah. and he was wearing a track suit, uh-huh. a zip-up track suit, and on the breast it said, Dianetics. <laughs> I like it. Rep it hard. <laughs> Rep your team. I guess it would like I feel like all religions should do that. <laughs> right yeah, the Bible. Jumpsuits. Yeah, everyone should have different jerseys where they just wear different things that they believe in. <laughs> it makes it more fun. It yeah. does. And lets everybody know where you're at. What yeah. team you're on. Uh, you can high ty- five people more often. What, <laughs> what type of jersey do you think? You think in basketball jersey, football I'm, I jersey? I mean, I felt like basketball jersey when I had it, and then they can. That's because you want to show off your guns. Yeah. Hey, well, thank you for noticing. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, Ronald. <laughs> Is it Ronald or Ronaldo? <laughs> I, so whatever you prefer. Cool. I'll take it. Uh, this guy. This was a. I should say this was a not a jumpsuit or a jersey. This was a tracksuit. Right. No, like, like, uh, like a, he was gonna break dance. Yeah, maybe the pants are tearaway. Now I like this, where everybody just does break dance competitions. Yeah, I mean, I like that. I thought. You I mean I think you probably have to get a little more aggressive with the Scientology sales pitch. I guess you could be out there on Hollywood Boulevard and you, you know, you go up to some tourists and you say like, "Oh, hi. Uh, would you like a free stress test?" No, thank you. You're like, "What about now?" Tearaway pants come off, fucking popping and locking starts. I'm going to take that stress test. I have a question. Please. Is it possible that this was common? Might have been common. The rapper, <laughs> common. This was a, I've seen that guy bust a windmill. Sure. Yeah. Could be. I mean, he was near that breakfast place you saw him that once. That's one good thing. I'll tell you this one good thing mm-hmm. about old, old rappers. Mm. You got a 50-50 chance that they know how to bust a windmill. Mm. Devin the dude also. That guy will bust a windmill. So you're saying the young guys today do not know how to do that. There was a time when in order to be taken seriously, you had to be able to bust a windmill. You had to dance. That was the hammer principle. (laughs) (laughs) The hammer principle. You had to be able to do some floor work. That is actually in one of uh, L. Ron Hubbard's books is the hammer principle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love Devin the dude, as we all know. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> it's common knowledge at this point. Yes. Devin's my dude. Um, and I saw something unusual, apart from the guy in the tracksuit that said Dianetics. Yeah. Which was a very, a, a strikingly beautiful lady Scientologist. 
Wow. And it's usually, I feel like, the the Scientologists that I see, I think I would describe as, like, desperate. Uh-huh. Like, you know, people with, you know. Do you meet a lot of open Scientologists? Uh, you know, I think my main my main interaction is just while I'm doing this breakfast. They look kind of like, they often look like Eastern European immigrants who work at a mall kiosk. Sure. <laughs> like, uh, they've got on those, they've got on trousers, mm-hmm. and they're... Very vests and vests, mm-hmm. and they're clean and specific in their presentation, but they have a glint of desperation in this corner of their eyes, mm-hmm. like you don't know what I've seen. <laughs> this, this, yeah, but this was just a a striking young woman. Was it Tom Cruise? <laughs> it might have been. Yeah, could have been Tom Cruise. He's petite. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I don't want to suggest that Common is a scientist. I don't believe him to be a scientist. Okay, but. Uh, and I was, did I? Was it our friend Carrie from Ono, Ross, and Carrie? Oh, right, right. No, I've been going clear recently. I don't think this was a a journalist investigating the organization for a podcast. I think this was a, you know, a legitimate member of the operation. Okay. Did I miss the chance for a meet cute? Like, when I was passing this woman, was there a way to... Yeah, here's what I suggest. Okay. You had, you, you, it requires... Blaine, mm-hmm. <laughs> the two of you just cross, just walk back and forth on that sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And anytime she comes nearby, Blaine says, so really, you're an operating thief? <laughs> and I'll go, that's right, I am, baby. Yeah. And then <laughs> my catchphrase. She'll say, I, I can't help. I can't help but have overheard that you, sir, are an operating thief. Mm-hmm. What's your secret? And you say, well. Tens of thousands of dollars, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> Which I have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in spades. Yeah, and then you'll be all up in that Scientology guts. <laughs> yeah. Also, don't invest in spades. You know? yeah, yeah, that is not. People barely shovels. If mm-hmm. anything, shovels. Sure. People don't need that pointed tip anymore. Mm-mm. I mean, how safe, how safe an investment is a trowel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. Of the what di- about one of those three prong fork diggers? <laughs> yeah. Of one the, of those. Of the garden implements, what's the gold? Like, what's just the fucking safe investment? Edgers. Because mm. people mm. want to clean edges. You know, sure. you cannot do that without an edger. Mm. Hose. Yeah. <laughs> <And> hose. <laughs> Should I? Should I spread them out over various area codes? Why are <laughs> why are so many why are so many of our slurs focused in names of garden implements? <laughs> are there what else? Well, you, you have hose and spades. Hose and spades sure, mm-hmm. that's two. I mean, that's, that's two. <laughs> that's more all I needed for this. <laughs> well, and of course, I mean, there's there's of course the digging wop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I guess so. That's that's an option. No yeah. plowing. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's. I mean, that's just kind of that's that can I be use fun it all the time. Yeah, right. Um, I think your strategy is one. Yeah, like like appear like I am a big shot within the organization. Right. I mean, you you'd need probably some kind of special hat. I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> sure. And again, yeah, we're just speculating at this point. This would probably take some reading that I haven't done yet. Like, what's better than the tracksuit? Probably night armor. Yeah, sure. That says Dianetics on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but is a would another valid way at this? You know, as same same deal. She's walking by. We're walking by the other way. Yeah. 
and I can just go, come with me. Like, I will, let me, let me take you away from all this. Oh. Like, I can free you from this nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know how far we would get in my Prius, but... Yeah. I was going to say, come with me if you want to live. But uh, then I got really self-conscious about my Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. I, well, so you're doing I it now, like, right? I just it sounds to, pretty good to me. Come with, come with me if you want to live. Yeah, that's like perfect. <laughs> a lot of people get, have a hard time with the difference between a German accent and an Austrian accent. I, I, you really I, nailed it. I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> got it. <laughs> That's why, see, that's why Ron is such a show business big shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's got impressions of the, t- this guy's not even an impressionist. You know, I think we were, sorry, Ron, I don't mean to attack you on the show. Go ahead. I think you, that's what I came for. I think you sold Jordan, us. that's what we did for 25 minutes before we got here. <laughs> <laughs> I think you sold us a little bit of a load. You were selling yourself as the man of just one voice, but a thousand faces. You got at least two in there. That two is me. Me. This is me. Yeah. <laughs> I I was dealing with Ron's management. Mm-hmm. I bought a pig in a poke. Mm. Okay, <laughs> there was a bag. It was closed. There was something shaking up in there, but I didn't know what we were gonna get. Sure. <laughs> Turns out a thousand faces, two voices. He's uh, always plowing. Yeah, <laughs> this is a remarkable value that we got. Mm. I'm I'm going. I'm thinking twice about my plan to trade this pig for some magic beans. <laughs> Get to the helicopter, please. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Arnold, you're doing all your famous lines? Like, get to the helicopter, please? Hey, hey, Ron, can we talk to Arnold from Batman and Robin? <laughs> Is he in there? Uh, 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 it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's cold. He's yeah. right here. Wait a minute. Hold on. I missed my wife. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm getting a phone call. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, it's Jordan. It's from former governor. Oh. Arnold, former California governor, Arnold Schwarzenegger, on the line with me now. Governor Schwarzenegger, how are you today, sir? Uh, please, don't, please don't judge my relationship with my housekeeper. Things are, you know, things are personal. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Two-term California governor, the man we re-elected after we re-elected him, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Th- thank you guys for that. Yeah. That was, yeah, I mean, uh, so yeah, hopefully maybe like in his next movie, if Arnold needs some ADR work done, you can kind of get in there. I love that video games or whatever he oh, doesn't sure. want to do. Whatever Arnold doesn't want to do, I'll do. I don't know. He did do that commercial for a mobile game that ran during the Super Bowl, oh, God, so oh, sure yeah. Yeah. I don't think that he'll he's, do a lot yeah like he he's got to pay for that housekeeper baby. that is fun as a state when you have to be like yeah we did we were like yeah we'll we'll like the guy who will do stuff like this yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i just one thing's for sure we'll never elect a president who will do that <laughs> i used to do a joke about it that that wasn't good enough to keep but i always i remember uh when it kind of made me disenfranchised with politics but when i saw him at um, Monday Night Raw a wrestling show I really enjoy and he was he had a, a chain wallet and I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> so wait, what was he wearing uh, what was the chain wallet in like jeans yeah just jeans okay 
you know it's just like and the joke was always like like was like uh something about how like you don't let a guy with a chain wallet be in charge of anything because he, he can't even keep track of his <laughs> wallet i think that's a pretty solid joke it's pretty okay. It wasn't good enough. Well, they but they were probably nice jeans though, like Jordache. Or... Oh, they were. You know, they were beautiful jeans. Yeah. <laughs> do you still keep up with Monday Night Raw, Ron, or do they still have Monday Night Raw? Of course, they will forever. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like cats on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> It'll never die. Speaking of which, did you hear that Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be in Cats on Broadway? Yeah, he's going to be Mister Tumnus. Yeah. Oh wait, that's a character from the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I thinking well, of? Well, he's also going to play one of those hedgehogs from the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> yeah. Who am, there's a Mr. in Cats, right? Mr. Yeah, Mr. Mitsopitalik. I think that's a magical Superman villain. Uh-huh. Good pronunciation, though. I don't think he's magical. I think he's from another dimension, Jordan. Mistopheles. Mr. Mistopheles. Anyway, sorry I confused the Chronicles of Narnia and Cats. Who... Who's the main wrestler these days, Ron? Who's the main of the wrestlers? Yeah, who's the who is like as you know as as the Ultimate Warrior was to my childhood. Mm-hmm. Not who, Hulk Hogan. Uh, no, I was an Ultimate Warrior guy. Because uh, you know, because I think the giant guy. Because I think I knew Hulk Ooh. Hogan to be racist. Oh, really? You, you knew, knew that at the, at the time? time? I could se- I could sense it. I was. Uh, Were you bothered by the fact that the whole thing was racist? That it was basically a series of racisms <laughs> fighting each other? No, I loved the Iron Sheik. <laughs> it was a sensitive portrayal of sheiks. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now it's a transitional phase. Okay. John Cena has been the, the man for the past decade. And they're trying to set up for a new guy to take over. Uh, it appears that they would like it to be a guy by the name of Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the audience has been resistant to that. They don't like Roman Reigns. I mean, people like him, but they don't love him. because mm. Are they Neapolitan? I hear they hate the Romans. <laughs> <laughs> he works hard. He does good things. He's just also pretty new. And they they really like him because he's the, he's the Rock's cousin. Is he actually The Rock's cousin? Mm-hmm. Wow. The Rock comes from a whole family of wrestlers, right? Yes. Yeah, he comes from a, a long line. Where, we, yeah, I don't know if you're prepared to like make a statement on this as sure. a celebrity wrestling fan. Where do you stand on the issue? Do you like the man? Do you are you do you think we need to take another look at another wrestler as a nation? I mean, I I I I feel like options are never bad, you know, and I feel like maybe they just look at it in, in a old-time fashion where there only needs to be one guy. Yeah, but I feel like, like memories the, that worked at a time of where the way also, they were. Sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but that was like when also when we only had like four or eight channels, you know. And I feel like right now that it's fun for everybody to have something to like a little bit, and it's okay to to pass it around a little bit. And I think that would be better. I think you it, need like some niche interests, maybe a Louis C.K., Alina yeah, Dunham, mm-hmm. exactly, and give them all a turn to shine a mm-hmm. little bit and something for everything. And that's what I mean because I used to dislike him a lot because he was getting rammed down our throats. But then I realized that other people really liked him and like, especially, I mean, he's a, a very attractive man. A lot of ladies mm-hmm. like him a lot. Okay. And so I feel like that's okay. He's not for me. What you know? current wrestler has the most complicated shtick? Uh, I feel see. like he's like John Cena. What's his shtick? His shtick is just that he's big. 
Yeah, well, his stick is that he used to be a rapper, and then he was like, I'm also in the military, but not in the military. And then now his stick is like, I'm, I have sex with the hottest lady, and also <laughs> I, I give the most Make-A-Wish kids wishes. <laughs> is the, are the kids wishing to watch him have sex with the hottest lady? I would, no, yeah. they're wishing to cuckold him. <laughs> <laughs> But the most, I mean, there's a few people right now. There's, you know, there's the classic cult leader, Swamp Bayou guy who. <laughs> right. Who, What's this dude called? His name's Bray Wyatt. And he's, he leads a group of, 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 of hillbillies. <laughs> like uh, an army of hillbillies? An army of hillbillies that are very large and they. But like they, swamp billies. Yeah. Not like, these aren't like Appalachian billies. These are like no, swamp people. Like these are swamp people from yeah. the show Swamp People. <laughs> Pretty much. And they just kind of try to cause a ruckus and then they make like these big fun speeches, but then they lose. And that's pretty much their Do the Duck Dynasty guys ever show up in the wrestling? No, no. I think they really try to stay away from racism lately since because of the Hulk Hogan thing. What sure. about uh, American Pickers? Do they ever show up in there? No, it's mostly that would see, be a good that would be a good up. tag team. Ronda wow. Rousey shows up on occasion, <laughs> and uh, who's a uh, flow rider shows up way too much. <laughs> really, flow riders <laughs> there? Yeah, they like him a lot. Well, he did have that one huge hit almost <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they. I mean, that's pretty much their mo when it comes to music, is they find somebody they love like ten years too late. Like they were, they were real into Limp Biscuit way too late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can Fred Durst still go to you know SummerSlam and be a celebrity? I think yeah. I think if he showed up and was in, the, they would put him in the front row. Okay. Sure. They like you know like uh, him, Drew Carey. Like they go to Jack Nicholson at a Lakers game. Wait, Drew Carey. Mm-hmm. Drew Carey is in the WWE Hall of Fame for, for <laughs> wrestling <laughs> or for the Drew Carey show. Probably for both. I mean, right. who, I mean, you can't stop accomplishment knows no bounds. You know, so that's true. That's uh, a good point. He, is Barack Obama in the Wrestling Hall of Fame? No, no, he didn't do enough. <laughs> 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 He's going to need signature frames. If he can get signature mm. frames, then I think he, that could be the secret to getting him into the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. <laughs> we get him ringside with signature frames. He's memorable mm-hmm. enough to make it happen. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder about I, – I wonder if we – like what 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 if – oh, you know what? Okay. Uh, yeah, I like watching you discover things. <laughs> You're like a puppy. Uh, yeah, I was – Okay, I uh, a friend of mine, yeah, who is a woman. Yeah. Ooh, bragger. spoiler alert! <laughs> I'm friends with both sexes. Nice, uh-huh. and you know, even people who don't define themselves by a particular gender. Sure, I'm friends with them too. Nice. Yeah. Also, three of the races. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but you shan't be letting us know which three. <laughs> it's a fun guessing game. It will be a surprise. <laughs> and it's not what you think. <laughs> <laughs> you have to click through to find out. Wait, is Catalonians even a race? <laughs> Thumbs down. It's more of a language group. <laughs> They're like, hey, yeah, actually, Jordan explained that to me. He thinks blimps are a race. <laughs> <laughs> God, does he hate dirigibles. <laughs> you shake my Fist at them. Oh, you rigid airships! Uh, a friend of mine. Yeah. Okay. Who is a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Friends with both sexes. It's mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey. Even. Oh, God, I wish. Yeah. I wish. Rowdy Ronda Rousey. 
would want to go grab a brew with me. God, can and then you kick imagine, me in the face? Can you imagine if it was just just a just a real chill hangout with you and Rowdy Ronda Rousey and Rowdy Roddy Piper? <laughs> Man, that you know would she. Be impo- I mean, that would be creepy, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she asked. Rowdy Roddy Piper for permission before she called herself Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Is she really called Rowdy Ronda Rousey? I think mm-hmm. so, right? Yeah. Because yeah. she didn't want to be disrespectful to the legacy of Rowdy Roddy Piper. That's a good point. Yeah, she's a big wrestler. She's a huge nerd. Does she uh, Does she actually wrestle in wrestle events? She or wants she to, just... but she hasn't been allowed to. Sure. You don't want to blow out a knee or something. Mm-hmm. That's a concern. But she would like to. I'd like to see her wrestle other semi wrestling like not quite wrestlers. I like that. That's one of the best well, things we, is we when would, a not quite wrestler. We think we like that, but then when you we put two if you put two people who don't know what they're doing together, it's not going to look pretty, that's for sure. Yeah. So you need you so you're saying the ideal situation for like a celebrity, you know, entrant is for someone a a a non-wrestler to be paired up with a experienced wrestler, so there's some guidance. Yeah, so someone can can, can guide you through. It's just like anything; you need a Sherpa or someone to to, to get you through it. And yeah, it's like Jordan. If I asked you to foxtrot, sure, mm-hmm. you know, you'd need somebody who could lead. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what pro wrestling is. It's like a Roomba. Sure. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you a, a mechanical vacuum. Vacuum teaches your... me how to foxtrot. Yeah. Um. A friend of mine saw Fred Durst on a dating app. Wow. I won't say which one because I don't want to, you know, compromise the privacy of this app. Farmers only. Farmers only. <laughs> uh, and wanted to know what she should do about it. Oh, and his because and I think the in the app, you get two pieces of information on the home screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, you can click through the person's profile to see more, but this is a swiping-based app. Right. So you get you get the person's name and then, like, their job. Or mm-hmm. sometimes, weirdly, where they went to college, mm-hmm. which, you know, I don't know how you would be, like, looking at someone's picture. You're like, well, I don't know. You know, I don't know. They look – oh, okay. They went to Dartmouth. I don't know. But uh, It would work for me. Oh, yeah? If it was, like, an Ivy League school <clears> – <throat> I would be interested a little bit more because okay. I'd be like, I want to know what you're about. How would you feel about UC Santa Cruz? Oh, no way. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so the two pieces of information were Fred Durst and his job was Limp Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> that's his, that's his where he works. Yeah, I mean, but... It, it, I just assume he would a, write in like Pussy Slayer. Now. What, sorry? Well, no, it's okay. It's just that it's a joke that it passed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you want to? Can I set it up again? No. All right. I like that. I mean, people who who caught it, they'll be like, <laughs> it wasn't good enough to say again. <laughs> he did a good job trying to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like staying after the credits of a to a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. Get a little extra something, which I never do. I say, if you want me to see it, you better put it in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make me are you uh, are you listening? So many key grips. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There are many key grips. Okay, so you're saying that the I gotta pee. You know, yeah. <laughs> I you know I usually works out for me because I need to finish jerking off. Yeah, sure. Well, so I always need a little extra. It takes you two and a half hours. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that they're making these movies longer. 
Yeah. Because, you know, 90 minutes. I mean, he's come on. He's a slow grower. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we know he's a fast grower. He's a slow grower. <laughs> so he, sure. can't, he can't see it until, <laughs> until yeah. a half hour into the movie. So, yeah, I, I like to time it right when Sam Jackson comes on screen. Oh, yeah. So when he, he you know how You know what, how I like to time it? Hmm. Right when Stan Lee gets up there. Oh, you like to, he liked to blast during the Stan Lee cameo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, now, I mean, some of them. That's for bringing adolescent angst to the comics. <laughs> sure. Not just kid stuff anymore. Yep. Blast. Are you now? What do you do, Jesse? As someone who likes to blast during the Stan Lee cameo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some some of these movies. Have, have you heard of edging? Uh, I have, would you like to explain it to me? I bring myself very nearly to the point of blasting, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I maintain that level as necessary until surprise, surprise. Here's Captain Stan. <laughs> Here's the whole Excelsior himself. <laughs> and then it's just pew, 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 Sure, sure, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Six-gun salute, Six my gun friend. Six-gun style. Yep. <laughs> what do you do Yeah. when there's no Stan Lee cameo? Why would I go see a movie without a Stan Lee cameo? Well, I mean, some of the, some of the Marvel films have been leaving out the Stan Lee cameo. I don't know why. I don't know if he was just too old to be, you know... Shucking out there to Croatia or wherever they film these things. I mean, I I check the spoilers. Oh, okay. So you just don't go. Yeah, I mean, I'm a look. I like to imagine ten... that Stan reads different scripts and he goes like, "No, not this one." <laughs> <laughs> this was not a good enough part for me. Nah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> call me. Call me when you get to the Vision solo movie. <laughs> I think it. Would, I think it would be great if Stan Lee was the one greenlighting all the Marvel movies. Like he's he is at the top of the food chain mm-hmm. in Marvel, and he's like, "Look, I'm." I'm willing to make this Captain America movie that you people want to, but I want to make this other movie about a v- superhero vampire version of Pamela Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a thing that he invented at one point? Yeah, boy, yeah, I think there was an awkward time between, you know. Stanley cameos. Yeah, yeah. His, uh, his, the. Marvel uh, being nearly bankrupt. His, his irrelevance circa <laughs> right, 1969. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. What were we talking about? Masturbating. There you go. So you're just saying you check you check the wiki to see if there's a Stanley cameo and if there's not you no, just don't show I go up. to I go to stanleystands.net. Mm. The forums there I've been a member for a really long time. Sure. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, we have, there's always a thread. Yeah. Usually as a time code. <clears throat> so I guess my question is if you guys could put yourselves into the shoes. I'm going to close my eyes. Yeah, close your eyes. Don't fall asleep. Well, then we'll have no to rouse you. Promises. Rhonda, you rouse you. Rouse the, yeah, I was going to say it too. <laughs> we'll just get rowdy. Yeah, we'll get rowdy and then we'll rouse you. You're a, you know, you're a single gal mm. in the big city. Feels okay. good so far. You're doing these dates. I feel confident, but also don't get near me. And you're, d- yep. <laughs> you're doing these. You're doing these date naps and, yep. mm-hmm. you know, some nice guys. Oh, he looks nice. Some some real scumbags. Ugh. This guy. Yeah. Got cola. And, uh, and yet, you know, you're swiping. Mm. It's looking bleak. It's looking bleak. Mm, it's a lot of... Guys. Any a lot of men out here, they all play video <laughs> games now. <laughs> yep. A lot of UC Santa Cruz. I'm seeing a lot of a UC, lot of UC Santa, Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Ugh. Boom. <gasps> Fred Durst. Mm-hmm. 
care of Limp Biscuit comes up. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What do you, what do you do? You gotta message him, right? We gotta match with him. First. I gotta swipe right. I gotta swipe right. See if he matched me back. Cause he he accomplished things. Mm-hmm. He slept with Britney Spears. Yeah, I'm not better than Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. I, I'm swiping right. Got it. Okay, that's a that's a it's a that's a I think that's a fair justification, Ron. Mm-hmm. Do you get any of her powers? Do you think if you? I think so. I think that's, I think that's how, how it works. works. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. That's what I mean. That's if they're sexually transmitted diseases, it only makes sense that they're sensually transmitted superpowers. <laughs> the retcon Spider-Man origin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he fucked the spider. <laughs> that's how it happened. Jesse, what do you real. think? You're, uh, you're. I think that if I fucked Durst, mm-hmm. okay. I would I would get Britney's power of athletic tryhard dancing. pants dancing inelegant Mm -hmm. but enthusiastic workmanlike dancing Hmm. okay so you guys are both swiping right on Durst then Mm -hmm. I I wonder uh, I would not swipe right on the guy from Corn. okay gives me the heebie jeebies okay let me I'll just bring up I'll bring up a new metal band okay you guys tell me if you're swiping okay okay so yes to Durst yeah. No to corn, Ron. No to corn. Are you no, no on corn? corn? Absolutely not to Jonathan. Something from corn. Okay. Lincoln Park. Yes, because <laughs> that was you had that quick <laughs> and loud. Is it Mike Shinoda, the rapper? Uh oh, boy. That guy's friends with DJ Premier. Oh, I want to be friends right. with DJ so Premier. I guess they I... did the album with Jay Z, Best of Both Worlds. Yep. They did it. Unfinished Business. I don't remember the name of which one it was which. Boy, Best of Both Worlds was with R. Kelly. So I'm assuming was the other unfinished business. <laughs> he did a Swipe whole right. He did a whole <laughs> rap album. He did a whole rap album that was full of. It was like all of my favorite rappers on it. And he's not a bad. He's not a good rapper. Like he, well, he could be, be worse. A friend, he's a friend of good rappers. But he's friends with. It's like when Shaq Shaq had a late period Shaq album. Mm-hmm. That was like, oh yeah, Shaq did a song with Common and one with Black Thought and one with Pharrell Monch or whatever. Like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> you guys want to fuck the guy from Lincoln Park. Yeah. I want to I make it let him think he gets to fuck me, but really, I'm just, whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to friend zone the guy from Lincoln Park? Jesse. Yeah, because I'm trying to fuck DJ Premier. Premier, 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 Mobile. I just tell you, I don't not want to fuck the guy from Lincoln Park. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. Papa, Papa Roach. No. 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 That was okay. It's got Roach in your name and Papa. It's gross. That's the beginning <laughs> name of Papa Murphy, which I also don't like. <laughs> Were those dudes and Papa Smurf? That guy's the worst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were those dudes from <laughs> anybody Why do you hate Papa, Papa Smurf? <laughs> 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 this is an odd bias. <laughs> Where did this come from? I didn't see him taking care of anybody. That's yeah. you know what? That's true. Yeah, he just basically just left him to Gargamel. Mm-hmm. But sometimes yep. the best thing for a parent to do, I mean I think I'm qualified as a prominent parent. Yep. I'm on a lot of mommy blogs. Absolutely. Sometimes you gotta let your kids figure shit out for themselves. You gotta let them scrape their knee, you know? Yeah. So I think maybe that's what Papa Smurf was doing, a kind of a hands-off parenting. I mean, they figured out how to make baby Smurfs mm-hmm. with just that one chick who wasn't Mama Smurf. Sure. So they figured out some shit. Yeah. 
Okay, so no to Papa Roach. Yeah. Do you think all those Smurfs came from Papa Smurf dividing his cells? <laughs> I don't know how a Smurf is born. That's a great question. I think it's born like a jellyfish. It just splits in half. Mm. But boom, boom. Here comes Snoozy Smurf. Yeah. You've never really. Yeah. Why do they have different characteristics? But boom, boom. Sporty Smurf. Yeah. Thinking mm-hmm. of sporty Spice. Ba-boom. You're confusing the Smurfs and the Spice Girls. But boom, boom. Ginger Smurf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. This. Okay. I think this is the last one, and I think it'll be the most difficult. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I'm thinking of rap rock guys who I would swipe with, mm-hmm. this one is, it's a conundrum. Did Slipknot rap? I know. I think Slipknot did not rap. They I think screamed a lot. They I'd just, fuck them if they were wearing those crazy outfits they wore sometimes. Okay. So oh, you, you got, okay, I'm learning a lot about you. <laughs> By the way. Would you like, you, were you in some weird shit and you willing to hurt some people to get where you need to go? Yeah, absolutely. To get to DJ Premier. Yeah, premiere, 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 premiere. <laughs> Today, uh, you know, there's a band shell here by our office. Mm-hmm. I went. I walked over to the barbershop, get a haircut, you know, get, get my situation tightened up. Ron Funches is coming over later. Sure. And uh, they were having some kind of, I don't know, HIV festival. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you. The HIV van was there and then some different things from the Parks and Rec Department. Uh, and I would say, you know... About the normal number of people who are in that particular part of MacArthur Park, uh, you know, it's like a you're talking about a few homeless people, um, some recent immigrants, mm-hmm. um, and a couple of uh, people who are headed to the other half of that side of the park so that they can uh, gamble on dice. Okay, and uh, the band was, I think, probably the perfect band. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like mm-hmm. a circa 1992 style metal band called New Evil. Wow. How, with how a female it? front woman who was rocking out and going apeshit and there was probably four fans of the New Evil there uh, and then just just a bunch of confused people who just got here from El Salvador. So this is this is happening on Thursday afternoon? Yeah, Thursday afternoon they're like, man, we got to get some people through this free HIV testing van. The answer has got to be new evil. <laughs> How is new spelled in this situation? Any W, but um, I would say there was four people in new evil, me, and four new evil fans. Mm-hmm. So that makes a total of nine white people mm-hmm. within 400 yards of this metal concert. Sure. To yeah. be fair... Think. Certain types of metal appeal to Latino teens. This was okay. not one of those. Okay, <laughs> that's that was going to be my question. Yes. Okay. Uh, would you let Slipknot run a train on you? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Yeah. Where's the train headed, DJ Premier? <laughs> nah, it's headed to Poundtown. <laughs> okay. Is it an overnight? <laughs> yeah. Do you I could, have a sleeper car? Yeah. You could. You could. You could. <laughs> or doze. just one of those fold down chairs. Yeah, the fold down chair, but. There's a snack car. You're going to find out why they're called Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Rap rock guy okay. pops up on your dating app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you swipe right yeah. on Kid Rock? Yes. No. What? That was quick. So we got a yes and a no. This is interesting. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to go out on a limb and okay. say I had a nice conversation <laughs> once with our friend Nathan Rabin. Mm-hmm. Uh, freelance writer, formerly of the AV Club. Uh, Nathan wrote a book uh, where he went, got really into fish and uh, the Insane Clown Posse. 
Mm-hmm. And in preparing for that book, he also went on the Kid Rock cruise. Mm-hmm. I didn't make it into the book. Uh, but he said he had a fantastic time and Kid Rock is really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he never would have expected it, mm-hmm. uh, but he really had a blast. And also, I bet Kid Rock is friends with DJ Premier. <laughs> right. All about DJ Premier. You're saying no. No. Okay. I feel like I remember a time period where he was sleeping with, he would just go to strip clubs and close them out and sleep <laughs> with, him, with all the strippers. Yeah. And so I just feel like I got to protect my temple. <laughs> got to keep that temple clean. That's a good point. And I feel like it might be a good time. He may be fun. That may be well indeed. But I mean, I know, I, I mean, I just, I know too much about you, Kid Rock. Mm-hmm. Can't do mm. it. Yeah, I mean, I think probably central to this is how little <clears throat> of his music I've ever heard. Sure. Like, I think if I heard Kid Rock rapping, I would lose my boner or moistness mm-hmm. almost immediately. Sure. He's not a good rapper, I don't think. No. Mm-mm. I don't imagine so. He's also not a good country music guy, which is his main thing. Yeah. yeah. Which makes, I mean, that really makes the success all the more admirable. Yeah, he's very determined. He's clearly yeah. determined it's and It's all bold. it takes. Guess what he lacks in talent, he makes up for in pure tude. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and apparently being cool and nice. If you could choose, <laughs> if you could choose one word to describe his tude, <laughs> what word would you choose? Boy. When he cops one? Yeah, like if he cops a tood, what kind of tood would he cop? I think you're looking for rude. Uh-huh. But I don't think that's him, man. Really? I think it's more of a chill tood. Oh, I think okay. it's an American tood. Yeah. Yeah, American tood. American. That's actually his new album, American Tood. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I <laughs> All was... the young tudes. <laughs> I feel if, if like Trump really wants to win, he, he, should, he should have Kid Rock be his vice president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just be, be Trump and Rock. Well, there's a Supreme Court justice seat open. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't mean to really go down this path because I know nothing about politics. <laughs> I just wanted to make a fun. I just thought they would be a fun team. That together. is a fun team. Trump Rock 2016. Mm-hmm. Do you think people will think he's running with Chris Rock? Either way, it would help him. Yeah. Probably. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that uh, Chris Rock is running with Bernie Mac. Mm, sure. <laughs> R.I.P. Mm-hmm. He died. He passed on. Okay. So but boy, we've uh, he was in that movie Head of State with Chris Rock. It was it was a fun movie. I sure, really, was. I really got a lot of it laughs. Was pretty out of that good, Mister Three Thousand. Underrated, Mister yeah. Three Thousand. I don't know if that's a good movie. Is no, that a good movie? but it's just he's 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 fun amazing. To watch. He's amazing mm-hmm. to watch. It was one of the greatest things to watch ever. Yeah, great in life. Nice when it pop up in those Ocean's Eleven movies. Yep, sort of like mm-hmm. Elliot Gould. Him and Elliot Gould. <laughs> oh yeah. I would say, and Super Dave. Oh. Remember how one of those movies had Super Dave in it? You're like, yeah, Super yeah. Dave. I like that. I do. I love Super <laughs> Get Dave. Get over here. Yeah. Ooh. Over okay, here. guys. Swipe right for Super yeah. Dave. Okay, Jordan, where are, you, where are you swiping for Super Dave? Oh, yeah, right on Super Dave. And that's not a what about difficult. Albert? What about his brother, Albert Brooks? Uh, Yeah, you know, I, I could see it being one of those things where, you know, you meet. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ah, this is, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, there's, I can't put my finger on why this isn't working for me. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, everything seems to be falling into She's place. Profoundly discomforting. <laughs> That's probably it. Yeah. But I would do it. Yeah. The, the greatest disease sower <laughs> of, uh, I guess we'd find out if he's also a disease sower. If sure. You, well, if I'm you slept with him, to, you got to go get sure. tested. Well, I would use a condom, but I would make him use one too. 
Really? And a diaphragm. You wouldn't bear back with Albert Brooks? <laughs> no, I would not bear back with Albert Brooks. This is Brooks. so specific and weird. <laughs> what, a, what about Charles Grodin? <laughs> oh, yeah. Grodin could raw dog me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Gibson. I'm Brian Safi. And we host Throwing Shade, a weekly look at all the issues that are important to ladies and gays and anybody else who cares about that stuff and we uh and we make we make funnies. Yeah. Either you oh, care or you awful. don't. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. I don't have a name, a nickname. You can make one up. What was it? Bearded Charmer. I'm Ron Funches. I mean, don't don't judge it by this, but normally... Charming. I, I mean, I think you're you've you've displayed much charm yeah. so far. Thank you. And more to come, I'm sure. Oh, I'm surprised it's, it's you're not wearing up. I'm surprised you're not wearing a string tie because you've <laughs> been quite the charming gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when something momentous happens to you, like let's say you meet Ron Funches and he's wearing a string tie, mm-hmm. I suggest that you call us at two zero six nine eight four four fun for our beloved segment, momentous <clears throat> occasions. By the way, Jordan. I'm going to echo something, a little feedback I've heard recently about okay. momentous Okay, sure, please. I'd like to hear more people doing things and less people seeing things. Mm, I like mm. that. You see something You see something interesting, call it into overseens on Stop Podcasting Yourself. Sure. Or to the you know New York City Terrorism Bureau. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, if you see something, you say something. Say yeah. it. Yeah. If you do something... Mm-hmm. Call it into Jordan Jesse Go yeah. at 206-9844-FUN. And if you, you're you like, okay, well, that's all well and good, but nothing's happened to me. Yeah. Maybe you're not living right. That's a good point. Yeah. You're if you not- heard something, uh, like, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ron's right there. Mm-hmm. If you see something, say something. Mm-hmm. If you've heard something, tell Ron. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The classic, the classic. Should we take our first call, or should to. we just go around in circles for another ten minutes? Yeah, let's do a Either call. Either way, but yeah. But I, I like this. I like this directive. Mm-hmm. I like this direction. Yeah. So yeah, if you, if, yeah, let, let's let's pay pay special attention to call in those. And if it doesn't feel like it's happening for you, you know what to do. Get them, get them, get them. Sure. This 2016. That's it what is. we're talking about. Yep. Get them, get them, get them. Hit them, hit them, hit them. Do mm-hmm. something. Tell us about it. Yeah. All right. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and uh, Luminous guest. This is Luke in Seattle, and I'm calling with a moment of shame. I was uh, sitting down to have dinner with some friends, and in the process of taking off my coat at the table, I accidentally punched my waiter in the dick. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt really terrible about it. Thanks for the show. Bye. Get him, get him, get him. Yeah, see, Luke's... Luke's doing it. He's yeah. going out to eat. Yeah, number one. And he's punching some dicks. He's getting out he's there. He's set in the mood. He's yes. letting people know right away he expects good service <laughs> and that he won't accept anything less. Mm. He is. Mm. A, he will not accept the tyranny of low expectations. Mm-mm. 
for his service yeah. stuff. You never know what's going to happen when you go out to eat. Yeah. You might see Common. Sure. I mean, in you two days. You can see the Scientologist that you're going to marry someday. You got to get out the door. Here's In two days, get just walking through MacArthur Park. Mm-hmm. I've seen actor Peter Krause. Okay. A.K.A. Casey from Sports Night. Mm-hmm. And I saw legendary metal band New Evil. Wow. Now, is Peter Krause <laughs> in that band? I think he is. I think he's like a, I think it's a fifth Beatles situation. Oh, okay. Like, I think he, you know, he runs, he plays the studio is how I like to describe mm. it. <laughs> Interesting. You know what I mean? Is, now I don't know if we're ready for this or not. Okay. Do we make New Evil the official female-fronted metal band of Jordan Jesse Go? Oh, of course. Because it seems like maybe they're they're not drawn like they used to. Well, they got a few fans, or possibly their roommates. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, a public park at three on a Thursday is not necessarily the time you go to see heavy metal music, but I will say this. they hardcore. Yeah, I'll say this, Jordan. One of the people was yelling. Yeah, Cynthia, you owe me half the rent. Probably a roommate. Yes. Or maybe one of their songs, You Owe Me Half the Rent. Yeah. (laughs) Cynthia, You Owe Me Half the Rent. Mm -hmm. All right. Great. We've got got an official metal band now. R.E.M. song. Okay. To cover. Let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, Sunny D. This is David from Milwaukee. Uh, Calling in with a momentous occasion. Uh, Just had a lady friend. The night, and apparently she was having trouble sleeping. And while I was fast asleep, I rolled over, put both hands on her buttons, and in my sleep was mm, that ass. So apparently, I'm a classy sleeping gentleman. Have a great day. Hmm. That ass. Hmm. I know it makes him sound boring to me. How so? Because I do that. It, I just do that yeah. <laughs> when you you're know? awake. Yeah, I like to let him know. Hey, thank you. Also appreciate. I do appreciate your ass. Sure. Mm. <laughs> As well. Well, you're, a, I think, a more self-realized person than he is. Well, maybe. I just feel like, yeah, don't say that you're not classy because you do that. It was mm-hmm. fun. It's a good time for you. Yeah. I don't feel like that was momentous at all. That should be happening for you on at least a weekly basis. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a that's what I do on my Sunday afternoons. Hmm. Sunday mornings are me time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sunday afternoons are dead ass time. Oh, you spend some quality time with dead ass. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah it's scheduled. It. I like to see it on your calendar. You're like, oh boy, I'm all booked. Oh, God, I would love to. That uh, ass got dead me ass. booked up. I have not had the. Tra- I have- <laughs> dead ass got me booked up. <laughs> I have not had the chance to see Hail Caesar. Yeah. You know, my only day off is Sundays. Mm-hmm. I'm so busy with that ass. That ass. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh boy. you sound so cool now. <laughs> so busy with that Just ass on Sunday. Swamped with that ass. Yeah. Oh, I'm up to here with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it I can maybe pencil you in for April, but that ass yeah. has been riding me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, April's no good. I got an appointment with them. Dim titties. Dim titties. <laughs> I didn't say that like I wanted to. Dim titties. <laughs> got it. Well, that was fun, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. If you've got a momentous occasion, 206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne. Ranger's Ranger. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Ron Funches. I'm just, you know, being me. 
Now, Ron, look, I've all, I'm all I'm already following you on Twitter at okay. Ron Funches is probably what it is. It is. That's what I vaguely remember it being. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say that I've been so charmed by you that I want to see you do stand-up comedy jokes. Or okay. See you on network television. What? How could I pursue such avenues? I would. I appreciate your interest in me. <laughs> Uh, you go to my website, ronfunches.com. It has all my tour dates, things that I'm up to, just film videos, and then that's about it. That's yeah. all it has. That's all you got to worry about there at ronfunches.com. And then, Probably got a, like one of those uh, under construction animated GIFs there. Those are nice. It, that, I mean, it has a little picture of my face, and it goes back and forth, and then it says I'm loading, and then it loads up, and then it's pretty nice. It's got some wallpapers. Mm-hmm. It's got some fun. You can buy my album if you want to. Uh, it's called Funches of Us. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's great. Actually, I'm going to interject here. Had a conversation with uh, my colleague Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian, in preparation for the Bullseye Best Comedy of the Year special, listened to a shit ton of comedy albums. Told me his favorite of the year, Ron Funches. No, I pre- oh, that that's means- real. Yeah, that's true. That's courtesy of Christian Duenas, the legendary mm-hmm. grandchild. Of the talking dogs, Grandpa. That's <laughs> <laughs> going on my bio now. <laughs> and Ron, just the title of this album, I think I should point out, is a, I don't want to say a pun, but a take on the video game The Last of Us, but it's yeah. called The Funches of Us. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was impressed by that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, it's just with some fun art that uh, um, Barry Blankenship, Barry the art guy on Twitter, um, made for me. He does most of the art that I... Uh, do for any of my shows and um ron you really have hit both of our sweet spots you got this arcane video game illusion mm-hmm. for jordan and earlier you said how much you like Devin the dude <laughs> so we're basically we're basically a best friends triad mm-hmm. is that a type of thing yeah best friends triad yeah i, I mean like they're a little it. sexual but yeah either way all that's friendships cool. are a little bit <laughs> that's a good point. you're right that's a good point right. <laughs> guys Semi erect. <laughs> cool, man. Yay. No, I loved Evan the dude. He was he uh was one of my biggest influences in 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 comedy and in, in shaping my humor as a as a younger uh I guess teen. I tried to I tried to book Devin the dude on uh boatparty.biz. Mm-hmm. Uh this was a cruise we did, Atlantic Ocean Comedy Music Cruise. And uh I emailed him and uh, I just got this email back that just said the whole thing about the whole festival, like all the different people that were coming, all this different stuff, and just said, what is the quote? Nice. And I, and I emailed him back and I said, oh, you know, like it doesn't it, there's, it doesn't actually pay, but we'd bring you and a, and a partner on the cruise and we'd buy the plane tickets and it's really fun. You get to meet all these comedians. It's like a festival. And uh, I just got back a, an email that said, no. <laughs> I like him. I like his But name. I interviewed no him once. He's a very sweet guy. No nonsense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He seems great. I just like chill rappers and people who are a little more funny with their rap instead of... Uh, I always felt it more realistic. I was like, it seems more realistic that you just got high all day and hid from a lady in the bathroom while you took a shit <laughs> uh, <laughs> than that you murdered uh, 30 people this, that's this week. A, that's a reference to his song, uh, Boo Booing. <laughs> Yeah, if you need me, I'll be in the bathroom boo-booing. Mm. That's what Devin the Dude says in that song. Yeah. Uh, so Ron Funches about online. About avoiding conflict. At, <laughs> at Ron Funches and uh, uh, RonFunches.com for all those stand-up comedy joke programs mm-hmm. with the great Ron Funches. 
you can join us on Twitter, mm-hmm. hashtag JJGo. Sure. On Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. Lots of hot talk there. A lot of people think it's just Law Threeper nah. and Rage Tacular. Others. Yeah, there's others. Others. Oh, what? There's thirds? Yeah. There's yeah. a third thing? You got it. <laughs> a third Reddit person? You got it. Ramular. Mm-hmm. That guy's in there. Sure. You know about Ramular. Don't I? Yeah, sure. Uh, Brian Fernandez on the boards for our program. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design. Thanks to The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records for giving us permission to use that particular song. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.